time for Swap Happy Hour with your host, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoking Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Slop Happy Hour. It's Friday. It's Friday. I'm happy about Friday. Are you there? Double Z, I see you in the studio. I mean, I see that you're called in. I don't hear anything now. Am I on air? Am I talking? I don't know what's happening. I'm frightened. Hold me, somebody. Okay. Well, I'm going to hang up. I hear something clicking around. Must be a technical difficulty somewhere. Rufus! Hey! Are you there? I'm here. Are you? I'm finally here. I guess I was having a little technical difficulty with the button on my microphone. It outsmarted me. Those damn buttons. Well, this one's got a red light on it. So it confused me. I was like a deer in the headlights. No, I mean, for some reason, it usually blinks if it, if I'm on hold, but uh, it was solid, so I thought I, I thought I was hooked up. Guess not. Guess I was wrong. Well, red light's a deterrent. They shouldn't even be using a red light. They should use a green light if they want you to I, interact with it. I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. And blinking, to me, should say live and not on hold, I guess. Exactly. We'll, we'll build a better mic. Let's add that to the list. Yeah. Take Yeti off your list of mics to buy, even though it comes highly recommended by every jackass in the world. <laughs> that applies to too many products. So just for those of who missed it, on my end, when when we weren't hearing any sound, I actually was playing uh, Free For All by uh, Terrible Ted Nugent, the Motor City Madman, who's a staunch Trump reporter. Go figure. I mean, here's what confused me, Rufus. Now, what do you mean he's going to get the nomination? I mean, everyone else, like, dropped out. Doesn't he automatically get the nomination at that point? I don't know. I mean, I don't follow stuff as much as I should. I just know that I saw a headline, like, right before the show, and I just looked it up, and it says that he's in the running to get the, uh, oh, what do they call it? Uh, it's not the voter's. It's the, the guys who really actually, yeah, the delegate. And so Cruz and Kasich, Kasich, whoever that other loser is, they're getting they, nothing but Trump is in the lead. So wait, Cruz and Kasich are still on the ballot or not? I don't know. But when I search it in Google, it shows those three guys, Trump, Cruz, and the uh, K-Man. Yeah, the K-Man, I mean, they dropped out like a month ago, I thought. Oh, wow. I mean, it wouldn't have been Jeez, funny no, if someone who wasn't even running would beat Trump. That would be awesome, but apparently it just goes to show you that uh, people are ignorant, I guess. That's about all it shows you. I'm both terrified for the future of, of the nation, but at the same time, I just can't wait to see how this shit's going to go down, man. I mean, obviously Trump cannot fucking be president, but I really just I do want to watch the spectacle of the whole process. You know, 
Yeah, it should be exciting to say the least. I mean, I, I don't. How much dirtier can you play? I guess. I mean, will he be calling people like uh, Hillary Clinton, like saying that she's bleeding out of every hole and all that good stuff, or is he letting <laughs> the news? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, it can only get better. By which I mean worse from here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's an alternate universe where he's already president. We should try to check in and see how that's going. That's true, man. Good point, dude. If but only you know we what? had, like, hyperdimensional travel. Well, I mean, now, I was watching this thing called Genius by uh, by Stephen Hawking on, on uh, PBS. Have you seen it? Uh, I may or may not have. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it's it's relatively new, I think, but he's got, like, he's kind of teaching lay people about the universe and whatnot and all the theories of stuff of why humans exist and all that stuff. And he believes in, like, multidimensional, you know, I guess for every decision you make, there's another – this is how I understood it. For every decision you make, there's another universe or an alternate universe where you made the opposite decision. Right? Dude, it's so fucking weird that you mentioned that because I was listening to uh, Sam Harris's podcast the other day, and he interviewed a guy whose book I just bought based on the interview, and they were talking about the same thing, about how because the universe is infinite, there exists not only the possibility of something happening, but the actuality of it. Like Whatever could happen is happening somewhere at some point. And, yeah, that means, like, you know, uh, in their example – there's a, a version of the universe where we're having this exact same podcast, but for some reason you decided to shave off your left eyebrow. Right. You know, I, I, I can't accept any of those theories, Rufus, because I don't like to think there's a me out there doing better than me. That kind of makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're jealous of the uh, theoretical versions of you that might right. exist. I'm... Yeah, I'm jealous of the me that lives on some other planet, Earth, in some other universe. <laughs> That's right. Hey, dude, there's a there's a version of you somewhere in the galaxy, not the galaxy, but the universe, that's a Trump supporter, a staunch oh my God. Trump supporter. That me should be drawn and quartered immediately. <laughs> well, there's another universe where that's probably happening. Sorry about that. It just goes to show you that the universe is a very unjust place, apparently. <laughs> it is. It is. Hey, but you can you can you can go to sleep happy in the notion that there's also an infinite amount of universes where you're doing way worse than you are in this one. I don't know if that's possible. You know, and watching that, watching that, I, I, yeah, you know what? The, the kind of the bummer is, I hate to think that I'm the worst off me. There's like a better me somewhere, you know, who doesn't even feel sorry for the me that's over here in this left field universe. Dude, oh, dude, I had an idea for a movie that I'm sure somebody else will make a get rich off of, where it's like the future, and we're able to, like, travel to these other universes that exist, and so it becomes like a, a cottage industry where you can be like, my life is shit here. Find that universe where I'm successful. And send me there. And you can do that, but before you can do that, they have to get rid of that other you first because there can't be two right. yous. And so the whole story was like this this successful guy suddenly being hunted by these P 
people trying to kill him and he doesn't understand why is because this less successful version of him in another universe is trying to take over his life. Whoa, I like the sound of that. That should be made immediately. That's better than like every movie that's coming out for the last like five years. Well, it'll be made poorly in the next ten, and then I'll look <laughs> back at it and be like, well, I had that idea. Right, exactly. And it, it, The sad part is it'll never come out uh, in the theaters, it'll go right to DVD because it'll be done so poorly. There won't even be. It won't even be. If we had control over it, it, it'd be a blockbuster. But you're right; it's going to go. It'll be a sci-fi made-for-TV movie. In the universe where we control the movie studio that makes your movie, it's a blockbuster. Let's just remember that. That's what I go to think. I, I go to sleep thinking of stuff like that at night. That in some other universe, I'm a total success, and you know that just keeps me striving. Well, you can start a whole new age like self help movement on that oh, concept. You easily could. You know what? Here's the night. What about if like the whole like universe and everything was just like created the instant that you were born? Like like all of history, all of science laws and whatnot, and come to find out we're like just a game. Like your whole reality right now is just a game in like twenty thirty six where some guys in some internet cafe in India, like, being you, just for kicks. Okay, I'm going to blow your mind with two things. First of all, that that's actually a philosophy, because oh, everything that you know is only perceived in your mind, right? You don't know what I'm thinking or anybody else is thinking. And so it, it could be that everything that you perceive and interact with is purely a figment of your fucking imagination, and you're, you're the only one that really exists. The other theory uh, is that Given the age of the universe and where we are now, we create simulations all the time, whether it's video games or to predict weather patterns or whatever. Given the age of the universe and how many complex civilizations could have come and gone, it's very likely that many of them have created simulations to study various other things, and it's most likely because simulations in a computer are easy to replicate, but there's more simulations of the universe than there are actual universes, and so it's more likely, therefore, that we are living in a simulation. Wow, dude, I haven't even smoked any weed yet, and now my head is spinning. <laughs> it's that damn podcast I've been listening to. It's all about shit like that. That scares me. You know, and here's here's an idea I had for a T-shirt. You know how Einstein has that saying that God does not play dice? Yeah. I say that we do a T-shirt with, it's got uh, Einstein with his, like, sticking tongue out picture, right? And it says oh, yeah. God does not play dice, he plays Texas Hold'em. And we sell it to, like, every casino <laughs> in the That's brilliant. That is totally brilliant, man. Just, really, we should make that for sure. I, we are going to make that. I thought about that. I, you know, again, in the shower, I do my best thinking. And for some reason, I was thinking about that whole thing that I watched last night. I, I watched Back to Back, to back uh, Genius with Stephen Hawking. And uh, for some reason, that I was thinking about that God does not play dice. Because you know who told me that? Harold Becker. Harold Becker told us that in German class. Oh, oh man. Harold <sighs> Becker. It's, it's bittersweet hearing that name. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> And you know Crazy. what? Else? It's so weird that, like, the whole universe, you know, that's what they were saying, thing, that it begins at the tip of your nose just by how spatial things work, right? Everything that you perceive it is, like, radiating out from you. Yeah. 
Because we would think that since we can see stars on the left and the right of us, right, or galaxies or whatever, that we must be closer to where the Big Bang happened. But kind of the Big Bang happened like everywhere. It's very strange. It was a very strange thing. And, you know, I thought watching that that was going to make me feel like insignificant. And really, I found out that I already felt insignificant because life just kind of finished it over. Insignificance is a way of life, but uh, I've embraced it. It's a brand. Insignificance is a brand. It can be. We can make it a brand. If anybody could, if anybody could, it would be us. That's true. So, are you? uh, Memorial Day? I mean, is that the right word? Celebrating death? I mean, kind of like the American Day of the Dead, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to paint myself up as a soldier and parade around, I guess. You should do I mean, that. I'll, I'll probably work. Unfortunately, the Romanians I work with don't celebrate American holidays. Wow, they don't understand the significance of like everything that we sacrifice so they may eat Romanian food? I, I try to impress upon them every day that they wouldn't be around if it wasn't for me. Right. And you know what? They wouldn't even have McDonald's if it wasn't for you. <laughs> That's right. I open every business email with, I'm a fucking American. Listen to me. You're but welcome. Right. Really, I find that it's better to wrap one up like that. <laughs> That's my like, signature, actually. I like to start off with an insult and then start and then end it up <laughs> with me. Saying something positive about my how much I'm better than other people. That's right. My my business email template is, hey dipshit, comma. Then I write my email and my my signature is Cliff Haley. I'm Rufus Slotkowski. I'm a fucking American. You're welcome. Right. Thank you. You know, I someone I know gave a life for you or something like that. That's right. Somebody I read about. Somebody I read about gave their life so you could eat Taco Bell. I hope you're happy. Yes. So no plans then is what you're saying. Are you going to cook out anything? Are you going to celebrate the holiday by, like, charring up some beef? No, I mean, we char up some beef every other week, so doing that wouldn't be special. (laughs) Right. uh, You don't char up. A day off. That's how you celebrate. Now, is your son done with school now? Yeah, yeah, this week was his first week out. He spent all day at home. And is he bored already? Totally bored. Completely right. bored, but at the same time, he doesn't want to go to some organized place of, you know, but, childhood activity. But right. I'm going to make him next week. He's <laughs> going somewhere next week. My daughter, today was her first day off, and she's already bored. So oh, yeah. going to be for a long summer for my wife. I'll let them be bored together. <laughs> I will well, the first day, the, the, literally the first day off, I'm, I'm working in my office. I told him, I was like, look, if you're not going to go somewhere, you're going to be here bored. He's like, oh, no, I'll jump on my trampoline or whatever. And I'm sitting in my office working. This is like 830 in the morning. He comes in. He's like, Dad, can we go to the pool? And I'm like, it's raining, and it's like 60 degrees outside. The pool's not open. And he just kind of says, I'm bored, and turns around and walks away. You guys have a pool there at your at your spread? No, no, he wanted to go to like the city pool. Oh, he wanted to go. He wanted to venture out for some organized pool time and oh, snacks, yeah. I'm sure. 
You know, here's I got a question for you, Rufus. I was thinking about this the other day. Now, mm-hmm. who invented confession? I'm, I guess just like some random priest invented confession. Is that like the first voyeur, or is that you think they invented that so they could just like uh, pretty much extort people or blackmail people? I don't. I don't do you have to pay for a confession? No, I think you just have to say, like, well, I'm saying that, you know, you come in and everything's on the up and up, and they're like, we can't tell anybody, you know, like, imagine some priest saying, I can't tell anybody whatever you tell me, just because that's how I am, and then you tell the priest, like, say that you cut someone's head off or something, and the priest is like, okay, now you need to give me money, or I'm going to tell somebody. I mean, you're... Way right. back when, way back when, I mean, I'm sure that the church would do anything they could to to make money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, know. I don't know. I mean, maybe, it, maybe the, the Germans have a saying. It's called a what, Schadenfreude. It's getting right. pleasure from other people's uh, pain. Maybe it comes out of that. They just like they tell me all the fucked up <laughs> shit you did. So I can kind of get a thrill. So I could beat off to it? Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I don't know if they're beating off in the confessional. If <laughs> nothing, they should confess. Why would they? That's why it's not face-to-face. That's true. It's really not if if some, some really ugly shit comes in and is telling you some sex story, you can jack off as long as she's got a sexy voice. They should make confessionals with a glory hole in them. Oh, my God. I'm sure there is one. I'm sure there's at least one. <laughs> Well, only in the young boys' confessional. Right, the special confessional. The one where you go when you want to be, like, uh, not mentally well for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Who is? Who is is right. I mean, really, that is, uh, that question, everybody's a little bit weird, don't you think? Except for me and you. I mean, but most people are. Yeah, most people are. Here's here's something I noticed today, Rufus. After I got gas, I uh, I was pulling out and I see these people. You know, I'm waiting for some cars to go by and stuff, and I see at least three cars go by where I'm like, I don't have to see how this person is driving, but by looking at them, I can tell they should not be driving. That they are not mentally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I experience that quite often myself. <laughs> you know, the guy there, what, by, I'm like, that's not that's not safe. That guy driving is not what, safe. Were there telltale signs? I mean, like, if you made a checklist of, like, how to recognize somebody who should not be driving, is it something you can itemize like that, or is it just kind yeah, of a gut sure. feeling? It's both. What is that? It's, what is it? it's both, but I'd say anyone who's driving with their mouth open while they drive, while they're not talking to someone, uh, I would say that, that you probably shouldn't be driving. Uh, you shouldn't be doing anything outside of this institution. I think sometimes you can tell by someone's haircut if they should be driving or not you know because i, I think a haircut has a lot about to say about you know your mental capabilities and, I, the, and the decisions that you make i think so I, I would certainly agree with that absolutely i would say that probably the thickness of someone's glasses would determine if they should be driving or not correct correct um let's see if you have a bunch if you've picked your face full to uh, pimples because you are addicted to meth, you probably shouldn't be driving. <laughs> Good idea. 
let's see. Because you know you can only really see from the shoulders up. I'm really nervous when I don't see anyone driving. I just see someone's hands on the wheel. That always makes me a little nervous. That is disturbing. I'm also, have you ever seen, I don't know if this is an indicator of whether somebody should be driving or not, but it just always makes me kind of gag. Where you, <laughs> you're driving and you see the obvious chain smoker smoking a cigarette oh. and every goddamn window is up. Yes. Yes. You know what? It's funny that you say that because me and my wife were next to a car like last week and every window was up and it was like a minivan. Okay. And there's like four giant people inside this minivan and they're all smoking with the windows up. And I'm just like, looking at my wife. I'm like, what could it possibly smell like in that fucking car? You know, everyone in the car had not showered in at least a decade. Right. You know, I could almost see the mildew and the must on their clothes. Just, oh, oh, my Jesus. God. Yeah, B.O. and cigarette smoke. Ugh. Right. Is there, when there's hair growing out of someone's fat fold, I just think that – I'm not <laughs> sure if it's hair. It might have been It might have been moss. I could be wrong. It could have been moss. <laughs> it could be moss or maybe a dead rat. <laughs> right, yeah, something that they laid on and just picked up. The guy, like, caught in a fold. <laughs> So we probably burrowed in there and lived for a few months happily until they rolled over in bed. Right, you know, and luckily I'm so obese that I don't have any folds. I'm just like a round, tight ball. <laughs> Holy, I'm going to shout that down. I'm so obese that I don't have any folds. Big bag. Line of the day so far. Oh, come on. I got to do better. Seriously. I got to do better now. No, that's, that's gold. You can't. You topped out. You topped out. It was a great show. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Did you? That's awesome. Do you remember anything about that uh, that genius the story of the universe with uh, with Stephen Hawking? Because they have this they have this picture of Hubble, right? Like the guy who yeah. the Hubble telescope. He's like the one that you know he came up with a lot of theories as far as uh, the universe goes. And he's in his picture, every picture they show, he's like a gangster smoking a cigarette. He looks like fucking Bugsy Malone or something. You're like, you wouldn't think that this guy had an IQ of probably like 211 or something. But they just picked like the worst picture to represent this poor guy. I, I don't remember. The, the only thing I remember is uh, I was watching it. And it's the one where they show like Hawking in his wheelchair and he's like sitting in this atrium yes. of something yes. and they have shit floating around. Right. And my son came up and was like, who is that guy? And he started, you know, and, you know, my boy was like, he sounds like Darth Vader and shit. And I had to explain to him the whole situation. But I really don't remember much of the show because it was was on, but I was doing something else. Here's what I don't understand, dude. We've come so far, and it's obvious they could give Stephen Hawking, like, some kind of other voice that doesn't sound like a 10 cent transistor that you got from Radio Shack. Why, does, yes. why doesn't he have like a super kick ass like Superman voice or something or like some radio DJ voice? Well, I think it's become so iconic at this point that it, he probably identifies with it. But, dude, you're right. He should like sell out to like, uh, you know, the new Star Wars movie, he should be able to, like, make his voice sound like the bad guy in Star Wars or exactly. in the next Civil War, or not Civil War, uh, uh, Avengers movie, which is called Civil War. He should be able to sound like Iron Man 
He could make a fucking living doing that. He should alone. do like he should do all kinds of voices, dude. He could do like Scooby and Shaggy. I mean, why is he just he's like <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like he's been pigeonholed with the robot voice. <laughs> pigeonholed. He needs a better agent. I mean, Trump's people should have got on that. They could have – all of his, like, physics meetings and speeches could have sounded like Trump talking about science. Right. He could have, like, instead of saying, you know, the moon has many holes, he could say that it's bleeding out of many holes. That's right. The moon. It's great. The moon is terrific. <laughs> Who is really voting Trump into office, dude? I mean, is it – is there just that much of an ignorant right in America? Yes. Yes, that is, that is fucking Absolutely. terrifying to me. It's obvious. It's obvious now. If it hasn't been obvious before, it's definitely obvious now. It's not obvious to you. It just means like the world. I mean, this is like glowing, glaring. Is this, I hope the stupidity of this like brings down the whole two-party system, honestly. You know what? I hope it does, too. What we need to do, dude, is like, why don't we like invade some other country – and then send all the Trump and the Trump people who support Trump and himself there, and they can just live there and do whatever they want. And we don't have to deal with them here. Well, if Texas wants to secede, let Texas secede. Trump can be president of Texas. We'll do something. We'll have to send in, like, uh, excavators and shit, but we'll, like, dig out Austin and move Austin to, like, Seattle or California or someplace where it makes better sense for Austin to be. Hey, look, dude, let me tell you a little something about Austin lately. I, I get, like, shit from Austin, right? And Austin has, like, a polo field and shit. And I just want to be like, that's why I moved away from Austin before it became, like, fucking Southern California. <sighs> Austin is kind of more of a, a douchey hipster place now. It used to be It used to be cool. Yeah, it was, it was weird. We were there. Yeah. And, and the whole keep Austin weird thing was like for real. It was like it was right. where you could do your own thing. Right. Now it's it's so much of a marketing ploy, and people just try to be Austinites now. It really is kind of a it's a phony fucking place. I would say that the the highlight, probably the the pinnacle of Austin, was probably '96 when we were there. I would say I that so. was when you could be as weird as you wanted, and nobody really gave a shit. And then it's like people started coming there to be like us, like we originally were, but it wasn't authentic. Right. You, you hit the nail on the fucking head. It wasn't authentic, and it hadn't been authentic for a long fucking time. Right. I can't imagine what's like. Like I said, they had this picture of these people at the polo fields, and I was just like, oh, that makes me want to puke. Well, here, you know, in Texas, I've been seeing all this stuff. Like you're saying they want to secede, and they, you know, they have that slogan, Texas, it's a whole other country, Right. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, yeah, it was. It was Mexico before we took it from them. <laughs> right. You're we right. Their country. It used to be Mexico. I don't really get that whole – I mean, I, I think if you look at Texas, Texas is so big. I mean, like geographically, it, it could be a country because you've got deserts in the south and, and west. And then if you get up north, it's there's so many different, like, areas. But, like, governmentally, I don't understand where that comes from. Were they okay. – yeah, there were a republic at one point, but goddamn, fucking – wasn't everything its own deal before we were like, hey, we're better as a group. We can achieve right. more as before a group. 
Before we were the United States of America. Right. I say let them secede. Let them let them secede. I mean, I don't. Can they grow anything there? Does a lot grow in Texas? Yeah, a lot does, depending on where you're at. I tell you what, they should do is Texas should secede, and then the rest of the U.S. should build a border wall. Oh my keep God! Texans out. That would be awesome. That would be. But you know what? But tell we'll just explain it to the Texans that we're building the wall to just keep us out of there. Yeah, well, and the Texans would love that until yeah. they wanted our stuff. We'll just say we're paying for your wall, just like Mexico was going to pay for the other wall. Right, right. Yeah, why don't, why don't we spin it on Mexico that, hey, we're building this wall not to keep you people out, but to keep us out of your hair. Think they would fall for that? Uh, Mexicans are dumb, but they're not that dumb. You don't know that. No, you're right. They might be that dumb. Oh, Mexicans, you know what? This is crazy, dude. I was reading some in the paper the other day, and, you know, I like to think that it was my newspaper in Indiana where I used to live. And I was, you know, I like to think the people there are relatively ignorant, because they are. <laughs> but uh, Sure, sure. But this guy wrote in the, he was like some editorial or something, and he like, he kind of struck a chord with me he wrote that the only like traditional families really left are the latino families they're the only ones that like really like give a shit about taking care of their kids i mean people don't want to believe that just because the way you know that we spend shit in america but i'm telling you dude when if you go to church you see like the mexican people are like all dressed up with their kids there Mm -hmm. you know what i mean they like give a shit about their family it's crazy no but Latinos are very tight knit. They're very conservative in, in in what conservative actually means. Not you know, right? You know, fucking worst Limbaugh conservative. I mean, they're conservative values, and in the sense that they're very very family oriented. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, really, they have more in combination with the Republican Party. Oh than anything. I mean, they're big on Christian values and shit like that, but yet the the Republican Party continues to, like, per- persecute them when they should, like, welcome them into their fold. The thing about the Republican Party and Christian values is I think they use that more like a, a knob to turn, like a dial to turn to fucking manipulate people and shit. A lot of those guys don't believe that stuff. Oh, yeah, I know that. Well, and you know what's crazy is that they want to defund Planned Parenthood and all that stuff, but I mean, but they don't want welfare benefits. Well, what do you do with a million people, extra people a year that nobody wants? Right. I mean, they can't be that stupid, but apparently they are. Yes, my, I'm feeding mean? my tumors. I'm feeding my tumors with Snickers. They officially uh, said. I can I can hear you unwrapping something and your mouth's getting full. I figured it was Snickers. Because the last time yep. I asked you, you said it was Snickers. There now, do my... you eat a full Snickers bar or do you have like a bag of those mini Snickers bars? No, I get two. You know, now I told you they get they trick you by putting two smaller size Snickers. <laughs> Help, Rufus, I'm joking. <laughs> it wash it down with a baby root. That's what happens when you try to eat a whole Snickers in one bite. It was extremely, 
That bite was extremely nougat y. <laughs> does Snickers have nougat? Uh, you know, I think it does, doesn't it? Let me look I on the wrapper like nougat, here. Man. I'm not Let's big see. on sweets, but I'm, I do recall a fondness for nougat. And there was, wasn't there one thing that was at least, it was like all nougat. It was called like the big boy or the big stick or something. It was just a big white bar of nougat. <laughs> uh, you sure you didn't see that in a porno? I think that's the guy's porno. <laughs> that was him? my name, big, big nougat. You know what I, I gotta look it up because I remember that. I was uh, I I was flipping around on the internet the other day and I stumbled across some porn, unfortunately. But Good excuse. For, That's what I tell my wife. But for some reason I left it on that channel because I must have been checking my phone or something. But uh, this chick is like taking a facial, right? And I've noticed this in a lot of pornos that I've accidentally stumbled across. She's taking a facial, but she's grunting like she's getting fucked. And I just yeah. I don't in that concept. That yeah, that takes me out of the moment for sure because it's here's, obviously. Here's one funny. that I love too. When a chick is taking a big face full of spunk, and it like shoots in her mouth and throat un- inadvertently, and she like starts gagging but st- tries to like stay sexy because the camera's rolling. I love that. Yes. That's a tough one to do. I would think. I, I can imagine. I'll never know, but I can imagine. Right. Yes. You'll you'll never know. You'll never know uh, what it's like to stay classy. I'll never know what it's like to have been classy. <laughs> that's, Big hunk is what that new guitar is called. What was it called? Big Charleston hunk. Jew? It was called a nougat hunk. No, big hunk, and it's just oh, a it's big bar of nougat. <laughs> really? Why did that fail? Was it the name that did it in? I don't know. That, that is a porn star name. I don't think it failed. Like you can buy it right now on CandyDirect.com. Yeah, that's where stuff goes after it's failed in the regular marketplace. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's also on OldTimeCandy.com. <laughs> right. Thank you. It's probably got asbestos in it. <laughs> it probably does. Asbestos probably a little bit over the legal uh, <laughs> allowance of of. Uh, Arsenic that you could put in something. Oh wait, wait. Their their slogan is preferred by ninety percent of eleven year old coal miners. Yeah, so I think it's pretty old. There's your market. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a coal miner and it loving on some nougat. New, oh, nougat. No, no. What exactly is the nougat part? It's is it it's fluffed marshmallow mixed with chocolate or what is nougat? I was going to ask you that, dude. I have no idea. Does it say on uh, oldtimeycandy.com? And you're nope, welcome for the show. No, but it will say when I, when I Google what is nougat. Here's what's in a Snickers bar. Uh-oh. Chocolate, peanuts, caramel, nougat. In no particular okay. order, I think. Nougat is a candy made from sugar or honey, nuts, and egg white. Hmm. Okay. I find it hard it's to believe any of that is being used inside of a Snickers bar. <laughs> I don't see them using eggs to make a Snickers bar. No, they have nuts though. Oh wait, here your nougat nougat on the Snickers bar has an asterisk. It's actually spelled a little, little different. Uh oh, it's spelled different. That means it's something totally different. It's like 
uh, fucking uh, inner tube rubber or something. Like this, it's probably made out of the same stuff that Subway was putting in their sandwich buns. That was the same shit that they made yoga mats out of. Oh yeah, that's right. Or that pink slime that McDonald's made their uh, chicken nuggets out of. Which doesn't make any sense because it's not really pink. A nugget's more of like a grisly brown color. And trust me, I know. I, I don't mind eating a chicken McNugget once in a while, as sad as that sounds. You know, and they used to have a hot mustard sauce that was so good, like when they first came out with the, the chicken McNuggets, but now they've everything has like got sugar in it. Can't be spicy anymore. Too many people complained. Actually, yeah. not too many people. One person complained. <laughs> right. Probably. Yeah. yeah, and it probably put a small, like, uh, Island nation out of business. The people who made the uh, the hot mustard sauce went belly up. Now they're all on welfare. Way to go, Republicans! Well, Trump will fix that. You know what? I get so sick of that. That's like a thing that people say now. Have you noticed that? Well, you don't see a lot of people, but I've got a lot of friends, and when I like go out, I people are like. Say something, you know, like, oh, look, they're, we're getting bad service at this restaurant. Trump will fix that. You know, or, hey, this this traffic light is taking too long. Trump will fix that. Like, Trump isn't going to fucking fix anything. He doesn't really want to be president. Surely they're joking, right, when they say that? No, no, they are not. They are not. People are convinced. They, people are just bad. Remember when, like, people thought when... Obama got into office that people were not going to have to make car payments and all that kind yeah. of And it turns out that you do, and no one's going to fix anything. You know, it just isn't going to happen. Wow, so adults will still have to take care of their own fucking shit like grown-ups? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Trump is not going to take care of that. That should be his slogan. I will not take care of that. <laughs> is that... That might be refreshing. After it, dude, if we get, uh, it's going to be a wild ride for the next like eight years. But maybe the next phase will be a candidate who's just like, I'm not going to fucking make your life better. I'll just make sure you don't get killed by an invading force. That's all I'm supposed to do. I don't give a fuck what you spend your money on or if you smoke or if you drink too much sugary beverages. I ain't going to fix shit for you personally. I'll just make sure we don't get bombed. How about that? Is that a good Fair deal? Enough. I think that's good. I, I'm good with that. Yeah, you know what? Somebody just run the slogan that I'm not going to let it get worse. I promise it won't get worse. <laughs> I promise it won't get worse. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what people really want to hear, right? I can't imagine any other reason for people to vote for Trump other than they're like, oh, my God, it could get worse. That's such a great campaign slogan, dude. I promise it won't get worse. Well, I mean, it's, it would be refreshing, I think. I think so. You know, I, what is really annoying is that everyone's saying, well, Bernie's not, uh, he could never be commander-in-chief. Well, what the fuck, dude? It's not like these people are getting up on, like, horseback and riding out in front of the no. goddamn cavalry. You know? No, and Trump is never, he's not qualified to be the commander-in-chief. I mean, no president's ever been elected probably since Eisenhower has ever been, like, 
capable of being commander in chief. No, no. There's so many established institutions within the government that they're not going to give anyone who's just going to be a transitory sort of figurehead any real control over anything. You know, I mean, there's a long-standing military bullshit that they're not going to be like, oh, this guy's going to come in in four years, just for four years, and fuck up everything we did. No, no, I'm sorry. You can talk to the press and be the the face of the government, but things are going to keep going on the same way. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate, too, because really we've been groomed as a society to just be like, the government's taking care of it, but, I mean, now we've found out that the government can't take care of shit. The government can't take care of itself. No, no, no. And we've been groomed to think that the president has any real power. Right. I mean, I've known that that's not true for years. But here's when he does have power. He's got the power to take the blame, basically. That's the president's only power is to, like, be blamed. Because if you ever turn on the news, it's always like the report, like, if you turn on Fox News, they got, you know, it's always Republican people. They're always like, in this mess that Obama has made of everything. You know what I mean? And you're just like, well, oh, yeah. were, 10 years ago, it was a way fucking bigger mess. And they're always like, well, you know, the last five acting Democratic presidents have declared wars. Well, yeah, it's because the Republican people try to do the wars, like, on the sly. Instead of just actually declaring war against someone, they're always, like, just battling somebody or trying to take someone over. And they get it so screwed up that we have to declare war just to fucking clean something up. It's fucked, man. It's all fucked. All the way around. How come people can't see that? That's what I don't understand. I don't know, dude. I mean, I, that's I'm a really good fucking Democrats question. Democrats are good or Republicans are good. I mean, they're all – it's all fucked up. It's all fucked yeah, up. But- it is a, it, it, it's a very astute observation on your point that even guys like us, it's not like we're political pundits. We don't spend a lot of time researching this stuff, but even we know that it's all kind of a charade and a sham, and it's, it's all like pomp and circumstance to the detriment of everybody else. I don't know why people can't see that. Right, and we understand that, but yet some guy with like three Harvard PhDs will go on and like, tell you how much he loves Republican politics and all that stuff, and you're just like, no, you have to understand all politics are ignorant. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, really? So I don't care how many degrees you are, you're not smarter than me and Rufus. We fucking know that much, you jackasses. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. You know what's crazy is I was, uh, me and my wife were somewhere the other day. It was, I think it was it. I don't want to say my daughter's school, but it easily could have been. And uh, some lady, where where were we? Oh, my God, this is going to drive me nuts. But this lady had, like, no idea how to talk, right? Like, someone in a position of authority was like, I don't need none, or don't give me none of that. And I was oh, no. like, yes, dude, I'm being dead serious. And maybe it wasn't my wife's school, or my daughter's school, but it was like a doctor's office or somewhere. And I looked at my wife, and she's like, you know, I would like to think that the people on the other side of, like, it may be in a, like a dentist's office or somewhere, are smarter, smart enough to know how to talk before they stick their hands in my mouth. You know oh, what I mean? my God. Can't even, like, make a normal sentence, and I'm trusting you with my life? But it, it's just gotten to the point where I don't think they even 
people don't aren't expected to like know grammar or know how to talk anymore. Yeah, well, it's the whole. I don't know. There's a lot of layers to that, but it's the texting thing. I right. think has ruined a lot of people because it's shortcuts and stuff. But man, that reminds me of the last time I went to the dentist, which may be the last time uh, that I ever go. The lady that you know, she always has the lady who comes in and does most of the work, and then the dentist comes in who makes three times her salary and just kind of says. Okay, everything was good. Right, he's like, the I had good, he had good credit, so he could get the office in the chair. Exactly. Well, she she came in and she's a super nice lady, but she was already complaining about how she was already working late. But she was confiding in me. She wasn't like being rude. She was, you know, like right. I've been through that before. And and she's doing an X-ray thing where you got to put that little bit in your fucking mouth in like forty different fucking places to make sure that they get the tooth X-rayed at the right angle. And like two or three times, she just dropped it on the ground. And she picked it up and just kind of wiped it off on her sleeve and put it back in my mouth. And I'm no, no, I didn't, I didn't say anything. But yeah, she kept going. And uh, I, I don't know how this relates to what you were saying, but it was, you said the dentist's office and bad grammar. And it reminded me of that experience. And, and she and was talking about, like, like, you're so dumb, sir. You don't even know that I just walked through the men's fucking toilet hole in these shoes, and now I've stuck it in your mouth. And you can't do anything <laughs> about it because I'm going to be working late tonight. Dude, it was such an odd experience. It was so fucking weird. The lady was really engaging and interesting, though, and I think that's why I didn't say anything. She had cool stories to tell. She was kind of cool. Was she, she was old lady, older lady. No, but she was like in her 60s, and she rode Harleys with her husband. And so she's regaling me with all these tales. But she did like, she like dropped the thing on the floor, and she's like, ah, shit. And she picked it up, and she like just set it on my chest. Well, she got, like, a new covering for it, and she got a new covering. She's like, oh, that doesn't fucking fit. And she put another one on it. She's like, oh, that, that'll that work. Oh, and my she, God. <laughs> it was really odd. I mean, I can tell she didn't want to be there, but she was a nice lady. Nothing worse than – I went out to dinner the other night, and I was waited on by a lady who didn't want to be there and made no secret to tell me and my friend that she didn't want to be there. And was like, you're going to be my last table tonight. We're closing this place early and all that stuff, right? And I'm like, oh, wow. oh fuck me. You know what I mean? She she wanted us to leave, right, by telling us that shit. And I told my friend when she walked away, I said, we're fucking staying. God damn it. We're not going anywhere. This bitch is going to fucking work because she doesn't want to. You know what I mean? And she has a bad yeah. attitude about it. Like, I don't care how crappy the service is. She's staying because I made her decision to fucking stay, not her. Awesome. That's how I do. That's how Trump's going to do, I got a feeling. You know, it's, I had an interesting epiphany the other day. I was watching something, I think it was Kitchen Nightmares or, or something like that, and the servers or somebody was bitching about being there. And I remembered back to, like, my days of working at uh, – you know, Delbert Subs or Mr. Gaddy's or whatever, Double Days. And how I hated it, too. You know, I wanted to be out partying. I was like, I fucking hated customers and shit. 
Because I was like, you know what, if I had that job now, like if God forbid something happened and I had to get like a job where I made sandwiches for Subway or, or pizzas in some capacity, I think I'd probably enjoy it. I just, I'm, I'm so fucking relaxed now. I'm like, I'm going to make the best goddamn fucking pizza. And I don't, I don't care if these people keep me late because I sure as fuck don't want to go home Right. this situation. Well, and, and so, you, would, you would hate people after, like, fucking the first day. You'd be like, oh, my God. People are just people are 20 times worse now than they were then. Everybody now is just a fucking spoiled baby. Who wants everything immediately? You know what I mean? Yeah. No one has any fucking cooth or patience or, you know, it's just everybody, I'm telling you, is just a fucking spoiled baby that wants something for nothing now. You sound like a Republican. Well, no, I'm not saying, I'm saying Republicans are just as bad as anybody. I don't mean something for nothing. Hey, every Republican in the world wants a fucking great deal. Right? That's true. Hey, it, there's no difference between reduced rate, anything, and a great deal. It's just uh, some verbs, you know, or just some Republicans, words. Republicans want government, less government, and less their business is failing than they want to hand out. Yeah, just like Trump. Like, there's no difference between bankruptcy and welfare. You know, it's all just a fucking handout. You get your part of it, and someone else gets stiff. Yeah, I don't even understand bankruptcy. How does that fucking work? I mean, if you fuck your shit up, why? How does it just get wiped away? I don't understand. People, that. they're just like, oh, you get a fucking fresh start. You can only do it once every seven years or whatever. I don't know. Let me tell you. I was thinking the other day. I don't like utilize any credit, right? My house is yeah. paid for. My cars are paid for. The buildings that I have are paid for. But I was thinking, what I should? Why am I not? Why shouldn't I just be living high on the fucking hog? You know, spending all this money the bank wants to fucking would give me. I just say, hey, you know what? Give me all the money for my house or whatever, and and I'll just spend it and run up a bunch of fucking credit like everybody else. Because either I'm going to, A, die, or I'll just fucking declare bankruptcy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've thought about that, too. I have thought about that. And I've improved my credit. My credit was shit. Right. And I've got so much better that I could probably get approved for anything. And at this point, I mean, why not get approved for anything and then just not pay it? Right, you only live one. Yeah, exactly. But I guess, I, I don't know, like, if somebody claims bankruptcy, is it claiming or is it filing for? I, I don't know. I mean, those debts don't go away. I mean, they have to get paid somehow. Is that tax dollars that no, pay? Dude, I, no, no. Just whoever gets fucking stiff. I mean, as far wow. as I can tell, I mean, I know people that have declared bankruptcy, and yeah, I mean, their credit card people never get paid. You know, the only person that gets paid is the lawyer. Whoa, <laughs> that's another good line. I mean, now that's a true line. I I know that because my dad was a lawyer. He never got paid either, though, unfortunately. Like nine times out of ten, whoever you do it going to bat for on the getting whatever their lawyer. Mm. So, uh, you guys got some hot weather down there in Arkansas? No, it hasn't been hot at all. It's been fucking great. Like, uh, 
70s, low 80s, maybe. It's been raining a lot off and on. Just enough to be inconvenient. How are those little mini horses doing? They sure are cute. Those mini horses are the best fucking pets I've ever had, I think. They're so goddamn adorable. And uh, I jog in their pen every fucking day. So I hang out with them a lot, and they've really gotten to to know me. I I just love them so much. I can understand that, dude. Everything I know about anything I learned up by watching Little House on the Prairie, I think. <laughs> right. You know what? I've never seen a full episode of that show, ever. Rufus. Oh, my God. How dare you. You must have had cable as a kid. See, we didn't have cable when I was a kid. This is this the stuff I got to watch after school. We had three fucking channels when I was a kid, right? And mm-hmm. the only thing on after school that a kid would watch was the Beverly Hillbillies, this is the lineup. The Beverly Hillbillies, Little House on the Prairie, The Three Stooges, The Little Rascals, and then basically it was bedtime. But uh, wow. that's the kind of I grew up on. So no wonder I'm so fucked up. Well, we didn't have cable either. Uh, like, never. No, we never had cable. But the shows were different. And they they showed, like, throughout the day, like, old shows, you know, like, in syndication. But I, I watched uh, the Andy Griffith show. Dick right, Van Dyke. Yes, okay. Dude, Mary Tyler Moore was my first crush ever. Oh, my, uh, Dick Van Dyke. Uh, and then there was a lot of these black shows, dude. I didn't even know what a black dude was, but, like, What's Happening, Good Times, The Jeffersons. Right, I guess I did Loved all those shows. I did watch all those shows. Raj, remember Raj and Rerun? D? Oh, yeah. What up? Oh, yeah. Now, were, were you afraid of uh, of Raj's mom? Uh, I Like a yeah. giant fat black lady who just was, like, angry all the time and, like, basically abused them? I'm so far removed now, I can't recall who that was. I just remember that I, I liked the show. And 321 Contact. Oh, my Three, God. Two. Contact, contact. You just can't read this. Something for everything. There's contact. Yeah, I love that show too. You know what? That was only on like once a week though. Where I was at. Remember that show Zoom? No, I don't. It was like three, two, one contact, and it was they just were like kids running around, but they'd always show like kids at their home like building a fort or doing something really cool that my parents would never let me do or help me do. (laughs) We should do like a virtual thing. It's like a virtual dad for kids without dads where it's a computer game where you like build a fort together with like some animatronic dad. He's like, build your virtual fort. Build your virtual uh, soapbox derby car. (laughs) Dad bot. Right. Exactly. Just be an app for your phone. The dad app. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. There you go. And see, you do a better job than most real dads, I would imagine. Do better than me, that's for sure. We could have some real dad, like, upgrades where you just go and you, like, sit in the corner of a bar while your dad gets drunk and thrown out of a bar. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the app... Or the robot it starts off as a terrible dad, 
but you have to buy upgrades to make him better. So he starts off like beating the shit out of you. So you pay four hundred bucks to make him stop hitting you. <laughs> we call those and then you, points. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You have to earn them. You have to earn those points. But exactly. Not being so fucking stupid, you dumbass. Hey, that sounds like my dad app. <laughs> Love points. That's awesome. You earn them by like running errands for the dad. Like, go get me my, <laughs> go get my bottle. <laughs> go get me a beer. Give dad fall down that flight of stairs so dad can get some Vicodin. Let's <laughs> go, man. Let's go. You know, I would do anything for my dad. Of course, I'd fall down a flight of stairs so he could get some. Vicodin. <laughs> That's what love is, right, Rufus? Yes, yes. Enabling is the best kind of love. What is love exactly? That's an illusion. It doesn't really exist. Yeah, it was created. I think it's one of those things that was definitely created by the Hallmark Channel. Oh, oh yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was something I was going to tell you. You know, so we're getting this terrible service from this waitress who wanted to leave an hour before we got there. And so instead of leaving, you know, we didn't leave, so she's serving us, and she decides to give us, like, her life story, okay? Oh, God. You ever had this waitress? I mean, this is a special waitress who she starts off by telling us that she's really bummed out. Here's the things that she told us. Okay, one thing was that she weeded her yard on the first sunny day of the week in her bikini, okay? okay? Which was gross. That She's very gross. And then she told us that some dude she met on the internet, right, that she went out on two dates with, was leaving for Iraq. And I'm like, no, you know, this guy is not leaving Iraq. He's just wanting to get away from you, so he's telling you that he's going to fucking Iraq. Was he leaving to join or fight ISIS? <laughs> he was He was a contractor, of course, dude, so he's just going over there to make $500 an hour. Oh, great. God. No, I mean, I'm sure that's what he told her. Isn't that what people who say they're going to Iraq as contractors tell chicks in bars so they can get laid for one night? Yeah, that's and, what I'm going to use that from now on. Well, I mean, if, look, in some bars, that definitely would work. Especially if this waitress, uh, you could have been going to Arby's to work second shift, and she probably would have spread her legs for you, I'm guessing. That's a really good strategy because you leave it a high note. You like You get rid of you know, the chick you don't want to see anymore. But you leave her, like, idolizing you because you're, like, going to do a noble deed. That's pretty right. cool. Right, and, well, they were going to text and video chat, right? And she was telling oh, us that she was sure. going to send him some dirty pictures. And I'm like, really? You're telling us that? You know, you're first of all, you're gross. We could, You don't need to send a picture because we could see her camel toe clearly through her pants. Oh, my gosh. You mentioned that to you? Really? Yes. Look like, you know what's funny about this camel toe is it looked like she'd been split with an axe. Actually, no, more like a chainsaw. Oh, my God. Okay, folks. That's hot. We're going to take it into the, It was hot. It was very hot and stinky. Uh, we're going to take this as the VIP part of the show. Rufus, you up for the VIP? Yeah, I'll give it a go for a while. I'm going to get right. Wow, you make it sound like pulling teeth. That's what I want to talk to you about, your trip to the internet, or the internet, the tennis. Stay tuned. 
VIP person show. Welcome to the VIP Press Show, brought to you by 420 Products USA, purveyors of Bud Buddy and Giggle Sticks. So, welcome to the VIP part of the show. Rufus, are you there, sir? I'm here, yes. Hey, tell me about your trip to the dentist, because oddly enough, you're talking about your teeth, and the last week, dude, I've actually had a pain in my back molar when I eat. I've never had, like, Mm. pain when I eat before, and I'm wondering if I could just weigh it out, or is this something that needs to be taken care of? Be sure. Here's how here's, here's I tell you. you got to focus on the pain. Is the pain really in the tooth, or do you have maybe an infection in the gum or an uh, ulcer in the gum? Because uh, I had one bad tooth. Well, it's terribly bad. It's pretty much right of the fuck out. Right. Uh, it doesn't hurt. Tooth. But whenever I went to the dentist, my, my visit was triggered by pain that was caused from it. But it turned out to be my gum. I just had an ulcer, and now that tooth—I I think a nerve rotted out of it, and I probably swallowed it. I just have like a dead chunk of bone there now. It, it doesn't hurt at all. See, so that's I, what I'm, I'm hoping for. You just to make me on the waited out theory. Wait it out. Wait. I mean, give it a while. Why? Why rush things? I mean, I'm, maybe it's not trust the tooth. Me, I'm not. I, I've been waiting 20 years. Between dental visits, so why rush now? You're right, right? Why, why, why rush to judgment now when either I'm going to be in severe pain or maybe the pain just goes away? Exactly. And if it doesn't go away, here's here's my here's my uh, my theory about dental pain. Having a tooth pulled, I'm sure, is a nightmarish, fucking torment of horrific pain. So. You might as well let your tooth get so bad that that pain is so fucking terrible that having that tooth pulled would be a relief. Don't go in right. when you're just a little uncomfortable and be like, yeah, I put me through a shitload of pain to pull this tooth out. Wait till that tooth is, like, keeping you up at night and so fucking bad that you'd be like, cut off my arm to take this tooth because then the pain is irrelevant. Well, you I know, mean, and it, my other thought is, Rufus, the longer I wait, the more advances that there are in like dental care and stuff. So maybe if I could just hold out another two or three years, it might be like a no pain dental procedure, you know, that they come up with. Well, I'm sure it's it's all psychological. I'm sure it's all no pain. I mean, they give you gas and they numb you up and shit. It's more the, uh, I think you create the pain in your head because when they're yanking out a tooth, I mean, it's squeaky. There's a lot of pressure involved. You know, and so even though you're technically physically numb, your brain is filling in the blanks and putting you through agony. So I, so I would you, say my my I wait until it's really rotting half your face off, and then go have it pulled. Right, okay. like I, you know, that's a good point. And I'll either that or maybe I'll just die first, and so I won't have to go through any of that pain unnecessarily. Well, if you're lucky, yeah. But now, do you believe in another other thing that uh, they were talking about was that, like, destiny, like everything is predestined? Do you believe in that? Uh, predestined? No, I don't. Predestined by but, what means? Like, how? Well, like, that was the whole thing that it was in that uh, that show of uh, with Stephen Hawking was that they were saying that 
you know, the way that the world works or, or the universe works, the scientific law will tell you that everything is, is already, the outcome's already determined. So there is truly can, no free will. I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. In terms of, like, perception and your conscious ability to process things, it might seem like things aren't predestined and therefore they're not in any appreciable way. But yeah, I mean, I think we're in the third dimension, right? So we can see two dimensions and we can see third dimensions. Time is the fourth dimension. So if you exist in a fifth dimension and you can look at us, you wouldn't see, like, I wouldn't see zigzag. I would see this entity that encompasses your life and death and everything. So in that sense, I guess it's, I don't want to say predetermined, but it's sort of, it all exists at the same time. I don't fucking know. It's weird. I've got a, well, I mean, a puny third-dimensional brain. What are the other dimensions? Okay, the fourth dimension is time. What is the fifth dimension? Nougat? I, I have no idea. The fifth dimension is nougat. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I think it is. You know I what? We need, wasn't there a band called the fifth dimension or not? Yeah, they opened for nougat. <laughs> Did they? Ted Nougat? Or just Nougat the band? <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Chocolate City Madman. <laughs> Terrible Ted Nougat. I would love if someone said that to him during an interview. They called him Ted Nougat. <laughs> you think he would take out a bow and arrow and just, like, skewer someone? <laughs> Probably. One of those uh, Dukes of Hazard bow, bow and arrows with a stick of dynamite on it. <laughs> yes, of course. We all know how that. I mean, I'm guessing that could work. You think? Uh, you know what? If anybody has ever strapped a stick of dynamite to an arrow and shot it, I'm going to have to imagine it was Ted Nugent. Yeah, probably live on stage in the 70s. Probably into the yeah into the crowd. Cheap chicks were like showing their breasts, and he blew them up with a giant stick of dynamite. This is all just a metaphor. And it, all the breasts came flying at him, just in, disembodied breasts. And he just gobbled them all up like a Pac-Man. I don't know why the terrible Ted has irked me lately, but I think it's because he's supporting Trump. Dude, he is politically weird. And, uh, I mean, on the one hand, I I kind of admire the guy and like him, but he's just, he's a borderline psychotic in his, his thinking and preachments sometimes. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, just the way he, his ass, I don't believe that we're better than animals or snakes or anything. You know what I mean? I think everybody is here kind of equally on this earth. But a guy like fucking Trump or a guy like uh, Ted Nugent just think that they can fucking, you know, that everything is there for their taking. Does that make sense? Right. Harvest. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. To be harvested and used by him. They're the the trophy hunters of society. You know, they they don't want to. uh, You're right. They're just sucking like a vacuum. Everything that will benefit them with no regard to what's being sucked in. Or how it would affect someone else's trip. You know what I mean? It's just it's the ultimate selfishness, obviously. And I right. don't know if I could ever believe he never did drugs. How else did his brain get scrambled? He's just 
too fucking crazy. And I, I listened to a lot of his uh, older music because for some reason this local radio station, the classic rock station, plays a lot of it. And it's really good. And I've seen footage of him performing. And I'm sorry, if if you're sober and putting on that much of a kick-ass show, then you must be psychotic. Right. Because I don't think any normal person could put on a show like that in front of you know, 30,000, 40,000 people sober. And if you yeah. can, you need to be observed. He's like, obviously he's bipolar or something, because I don't think you can ramp up that much fucking energy sober like he does no. on a stage. You can't, you can't. And that's not just saying, look, we're performers, dude. I mean, stage fright's one thing. Everybody has it. It's one thing to get up and, and not pretend like you have stage fright. It's another thing to get up there and run around and swing on cables and fucking shoot arrows and shit. Right. And if, if that's your sober behavior, you're a little unhinged. And I right. admire that in a way, but it's, it's, it's strange. So I, I think I hope, I honestly hope that the guy does drink and do heavy drugs. Well, I to mean, explain but his personality. Is- Think about his right-wingedness. Maybe not. You know, but a lot of the people that, you know, quote-unquote support Republican and Christian values or whatever are doing it strictly to protect their monetary worth. You know what I mean? That's all they believe in. So it's like the Church of Greed or whatever. They don't want to share with – they believe in not having abortion because they believe in not changing the tax laws. You know, even though the two things don't – relate to each other, they're like it's just an all or nothing type deal. I don't I I don't know man. I don't know. But it, again it it just kind of shows how politics has become this compartmentalized fucking thing where you believe this stuff and you're this guy. You're Republican if you believe this little bucket of things. You're a Democrat if you believe this little bucket of things, and if you believe in a little bit of one bucket and the other bucket, then nobody gives a shit what you have to fucking right. say. Right, like you're not allowed to have an opinion. How crazy is that? You can't vote just based on, you know, I want to vote for some Republicans or some fucking Democrats. You're not allowed to do that. It's just right. got to be an all or nothing type deal, which is, that it's no wonder nothing gets done. That You're right. Hopefully this will be the end of the two-party system because clearly the two-party system doesn't work. I mean, it wasn't always Republicans and Democrats. I mean, was it like the Whigs and all those people at one time, right, which are just kind of right. the same thing? And it, it, it's even still not the Republicans and Democrats. I mean, there's Libertarians, there's Independents. Right. You don't mean but anything. You know where the money goes, right? And I, I think there's two ways this can go. If it's Trump versus Hillary, then I think that's a, a, mo- a life-changing moment for the country and the world because it, w- it will become completely evident that these are two camps of brainwashed fucking people. I mean, it's the Trump Republicans are just like we talked about. They're, they're in that bucket. They can't think outside that bucket. They can't rationalize. They can't reason. Same thing with Hillary Democrats. They're inside that bucket. They can't rationalize. They can't fucking reason outside that bucket. The only outlier is Bernie Sanders. 
Right. So we either have two outcomes. Trump and Hillary will, I think, explode the whole fucking notion to the mass people that, wow, this is a fucking game that we've been played so fucking long on that we're done with it. If it's Trump and Sanders, I think that'll be magnified. I think people will see Sanders as, I hope, the only fucking sane human being on the fucking planet. Either way, I think this presidential election is going to change the fucking world for the better or the worse. I don't know, but it's going to be fucking legendary. You know what? And I can't I wait know. to see it unfold. It's not going to change if it's fucking Hillary Clinton. Everything's going to stay exactly the same. She's your, your straw candidate right now. She's the one that's going to get into office if she wins and not change one fucking thing because she doesn't think anything needs changing. And, and, and you know, there's a lot of things that need changed. But she's just, you know, she'll try to appease both sides. No real change. Right. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. I mean, just from the perception of people, if we have Trump and Hillary, it's just so obvious that they're like figureheads, they're like puppets of ideologies. You know, they're not, neither one of them are out to help us. They're just making career fucking moves. Right. And I think once, if it's Trump versus Hillary, I think people will eventually be like, oh, wow, these guys don't give a shit about us. They just want to get elected because of their egos and shit, you know? So either way, I think whether it's Trump versus Hillary or Trump versus Sanders, I'd, I'd prefer to see Trump versus Sanders, obviously. Well, I mean, it sounds like the only way that, that someone sane could win. Because right now they're showing that Trump beats Hillary in some of the polls. You know, and what I can't figure out is this, Rufus. Why do people hate Hillary? I'm a, I'm a Bernie fan, yes, okay? But if you ever, like, watch any of these shows, people, like, go berserk on fucking Hillary. And I'm like, you know, she's never really done anything. She was a senator. You know, she, she's a snake trying to work her way through the system, yes. But, you know, she's definitely not as hateable as fucking Donald Trump on a podcast. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think people hate Hillary in the same way that they hate Trump. I think that they just see Hillary as another opportunist person that's been in, yeah, an opportunist and somebody who's embedded in the system. I mean, Hillary hasn't had a, a real fucking connection to anyone forever. You know, right. I mean, she's been Bill Clinton's, I almost said Bill Clinton's husband, but she's been Bill Clinton's wife. I mean, she's been part of the political rigmarole and the whole fucking bullshit. So I. I don't think people take her seriously as somebody they can relate to what in a real way. about the Democratic Party is though she used to be – she actually worked for Barry Goldwater. So she used to be like a super hardcore Republican. I mean, and I mean conservative, conservative Republican, you know, until she saw that it was more to her advantage where she lived, I guess, or whatever – to become a Democrat because the Republicans in the South were already so entrenched. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't uh, let her in. It was too much of an old boys club. They wouldn't let her in as a Republican. Well, so I, I didn't know. Nice. People do that all the time. Damn. I, I don't know. I just know politics is fucked. And I think it's, I don't know, but I hope we reach a, reach a point in our human evolution where politics is like irrelevant. You know, where there's like people shouldn't have to fight for power. 
we just all sort of meet and agree on what's right. best what's for best everyone. Is best for humans. And I think that yeah. Bernie Sanders, that's kind of his slogan almost. You know what I mean? It's not about the billionaire class telling the peasants what to do. I mean, we already tried that. It didn't work. You know, mm-hmm. and maybe the world is seriously ready for like a revolution like you're talking about on a fucking worldwide scale where we say, okay, wait a minute. You know what I mean? We're being controlled by, you know, by people that have no respect for us and don't care about our rights. We're just, you know, there to make enrich them more. Right. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more, dude. And I, I think we're almost there. In the big picture, I think almost is probably not within our lifetimes, unfortunately, but maybe our kids or our grandkids. Right. People are getting set up and they're kind of seeing that it's all it's a weird like circus show that it really doesn't mean anything. It's all this uh, a weird ego battle between these rich and powerful people for control of the world for us. I mean, really? Yeah, exactly. For it's them, like, the stakes are high. You know, some rich people are like, I can get a bigger yacht than the next guy. Some other rich people are like, I can control more people than the next guy. And I think right. that's, that's kind of what politics is now. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Very astute. You know, and I want you to think about this. Let's leave the show with this, that in another universe, Bernie Sanders is president or will become president. So, you know, we're just going to have to go to that one. Well, in another universe, Zigzag's president. That's the universe I'm going to live in. Stick around for about 10 more years, dude. We're going to get that. We're going to make that happen. Don't you worry (laughs) about it. You know what I thought, too, when I saw all those universes, right? If we could figure out a way to travel from universe to universe, I'm like, that's a whole lot of fucking bud buddies, dude. We're going to have to fucking get China. <laughs> because, That's right. I mean, wouldn't it be weird if, uh, like, a Martian came here and, like, smoked some weed or something? There's your movie. Uh, we, There's your next that fucking movie. Now. If, if we can do, like, multi-hyperdimensional marketing, we're gold. We're going to have to make it a point to do that. I mean, we already know that they're listening to us on the satellite waves. Here's the one last thing, weird thing that I learned on that uh, on that genius Stephen Hawking was the sound that you hear. Did, you might remember this. The sound that you hear when you're on an analog radio going between radio stations that you think is static is actually yes. the fucking noise from the Big Bang. That is fucking crazy. I do remember hearing that, and I was like, wow. Now that, that blows my mind. mind. I'm not going to lie. That fucking blew my mind. Is that, like, is, oh, isn't yeah. that, like, humbling? I mean, that's yeah. just fucking amazing. Gave me, like, totally, gave me, it's giving me chills now. I mean, think about it, dude. We're just me one too. long line of atoms that just fucking blew apart from something. Or, I, I mean, I, who who knows? I don't, I don't get it, Rufus. I don't get it. I don't get it. Dude, I love that shit so much, man. I mean, I it's, do. yeah. Sometimes it's too much to think about, though. I'm like, I'm fucking got to worry about paying the electric bill. I can't be thinking about the origins of space and time. That's why we got to like thinking about that. I need to think about that. No, I, that's why I like thinking about it because it makes I, my I do too. bill seem so less important. I'm like, oh, that shit doesn't matter because <laughs> right. I'm made of stardust. You know what? I can appreciate that, dude, because you're exactly right. You're like, okay, wait a minute. There's a whole fucking universe out there. Who gives a fuck about this? Right. 
I'm just like, this is a temporary spasm in our fucking evolution where we don't give a shit about each other. Dude, but in the big I mean, picture... Really? If you think about it, dying could be just like waking up from a fucking dream, dude. You know what I, I mean? It is. And you were just like, wow, that was a fucking long-ass dream. And we were just having dreams and dreams. I mean, who the fuck knows? And who the fuck knows is what keeps me going, dude. I like not knowing, but like wanting right. to Right. I think we said that, that uh, living is better than dying as far as we know at this moment. Right. Exactly. I, I don't – There, there's where my faith ends. I don't like to think that being on the other side, maybe this life isn't so bad because I'm like, eh, you know, I, I want to stay alive. So that must be something. Yeah, man, if I didn't have to pee, I could go to launch into a whole other section about consciousness. You know? I well, just want right to book that. We got to figure out a way uh, to do a Tuesday show, dude, because I'm missing out on the, the second show of the week. I, I hate waiting so long, so... Oh yeah, if we, when, when can you do that? You know what? I'm gonna. I, I need to just like Facetime I'll, you. You got so much stuff to talk about, dude. Even if you are working on Monday, I'm gonna Facetime you anyways. Well, do it, do it. I mean, at the very least, I mean, just let me know when you want a pre-recorded Tuesday show, and I'm I'm game for it, man. I mean, I. What I, yeah, I you really want to do it? The only time that doesn't work for me is Tuesday night. Okay, well, let's do Monday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I'm, I'm totally game. God, just what? Or Saturday or Sunday. Tuesday and Friday is just such a perfect split on the week. You know what I'm saying? Well, it is. Yeah. So we'll pre-record a Tuesday show and we'll put it up. I mean, is the Tuesday thing a temporary seasonal deal, or yes. is it? Yes. No, it's just seasonal. Just a couple, probably another yeah. month. So you tell me. Just tell me what day. And what time is good for you to pre-record a show, and I'll fucking be there, man. All right. We got Bud Buddy stuff to talk about, dude. I'm I'm sick of working my regular job. They're asking me to do more stuff, and I'm just not feeling I'm not feeling the love. I'm on board. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody's got yeah. very high expectations for me, except me. That's what I want. That's where I'm going to leave this week's show, Rufus. So good talking to you. Thanks, folks, for listening. You know, we can't wait to see you on the next show. Not sure where that is, but we'll let you know via Blog Talk Radio Blast. Rufus? All right, folks, this is Beer is Food because it's Memorial Day weekend, and we want you to drink lots of it and don't drive. Yeah. Beer is Food.
Hyperslots.com. I think we got a link there finally. We are the official owners of Hypersloth.com, so that's big news. Big news for us here at Hypersloth. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna play the song that started it all. Started it all. The first song that we ever recorded, Internet Love Song, circa nineteen ninety six, before the internet was even like it is. We were we were basically soothsayers predicting the future of what's going to happen to the internet. And I would say we hit it right on the fucking nose. Here it is, the internet love song. Fire. 
by how she types exactly what she wants. I go to make her mind with a smooth point and click. Pretty soon she'll be on my digital. Dark in the net, on a mission in love. Checking out the chat rooms for a virtual dub. Typing so fast, my fingers are fire. Sending out the goods through a fiber optic wire. keyboard with my custom made golden spot gears on transmitting the groove I'd send her a picture of me composed out of commas and silicones and she likes what she sees That's Internet Love Song by Hyperslot Search 1996. Uh, yeah, we had dial-up back then, believe it or not. Uh, so imagine trying to get laid by some bimbo with dial-up. You couldn't, you couldn't even watch porn back then. It was, uh, it was crazy. But luckily the world got ironed out and they made Internet faster so people could watch more porn. But uh, here is another song. You know, and I think we're predicting the future with this song as well. It's the Farmer Song. 
it's about a day when people can grow weed and be proud of it. And uh, I got a feeling that uh, that's coming sooner than later to the United States of America and the whole world, I hope. So here it is, Farmer Song. Yeah. 
song by Hypersloth. The super duo, power duo. We're the first power duo. duo. Wow, yeah, I'm getting crazy here. So uh, let's let's listen to a little fried eggs and ham to wrap up the evening. And thanks for joining us on the Hypersloth Happy Hour. We really do appreciate it. Check out our stuff, 420ProductsUSA.com. Get yourself some Giggle Sticks and some uh, vintage Bud Buddy classics. We're going to be moving on to a, a better version of the Bud Buddy here in the next 30 days. So check it out and uh, check us out at Hypersloth.com. Talk to you soon. This is the Double Z saying Double C ya.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.